So welcome everyone uh, to a new episode of Self Love Talk Show where we speak with uh, amazing and powerful women in business and uh, they share with us uh, their stories, uh, their business successes uh, and how self-love uh, has been a key uh, ingredient to their success. Today I have the pleasure to have with me Yolanda Boyrin. She's a spiritual mindset and manifestation coach and she's amazing. She's a manifesting generator like me. And uh, welcome Yolanda. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So Yolanda, tell us, uh, tell to you know our listeners, uh, your story, how you become a coach, an entrepreneur, and everything in between. Yeah, so it's a pretty long story, but I'll shorten it for time's sake. <laughs> I um, have always had the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial spirit in me. Um, ever since I was four years old, um, I would do things to make money um, that my family was just blown away by. <laughs> For example, <laughs> tell us a funny example. Well, I realized that you could collect soda cans and plastic bottles and turn them into the recycling center. And so I would make my, I started out by making my family save their bottles and cans for me. And then one day, literally at four years old, I, it dawned on me that um, I didn't have to keep it to just my family. So I would make my grandmother drive me around town. <laughs> I would pick up cans and bottles and I would make her take me to the recycling center. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I would hold my own garage sales with my toys on the weekends. I was always <laughs> trying to make money. Um, selling pencils, you know, the whole nine. So um, I became a real estate agent and found a lot of success. I was a multi six figure a year earner in real estate. Wow. Um, I was very passionate about helping others. It wasn't necessarily about the sale of the home. It was making sure that the people were guided and had all the information they needed to make the right choice. Um, and my son at the age of 14 um, attempted suicide and that is when my entire world just started shifting. We went through quite a few suicide attempts, uh, quite a few hospitalizations, quite a few therapy programs. I mean, you name it, we were dealing with it. And um, my savings account was dwindling just to pay privately to find the best doctors and, and all of that. And so I knew I had to quit my job. Um, as much as I loved what I did, I knew that I needed to be there for my family and focus on our needs. Mm -hmm. um, so that was pretty tough for me because not only was I dealing with my son's, you know, diagnosis and journey, but I was also dealing with almost like a mourning for my business. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah, it was, it was pretty tough. Because uh, at the time you were like uh, working a long hours, uh... Yeah, I was working on average 10 to 12 hours a day as a Wow. And typically um, six days a week, sometimes, of course, seven. 
Yeah, it was, I had no time for anything or anyone. And, you know, that wasn't the lifestyle that I wanted as far as time goes, but I was very happy financially. And so that's what kept me going. And through all of this, you know, life has a way of humbling you. And Hmm. so through all of this, I realized what was most important to me. And that was my family. And so as I'm going through this journey with my son and battling my own depression, I have always been a spiritual person, but I started diving deeper into getting to know myself and, you know, working through my inner demons and my good points and my bad points. And that ultimately led me to coaching once I felt that I was in a space that I could actually hold space for others. And so here I am. Wow. What a story. So um, how, since how long are you coaching and, you know, you shift your business? Uh, obviously, you know, you already knew how to be an entrepreneur. But what, what about, you know, showing up as a coach and, you know, all the online space and uh, all the space for other people? Yeah, so for two years prior to announcing that I was a coach online, I kept studying and I kept watching all the coaches and, you know, what, what do they do here and what do they do here and what exactly does this mean? And, and I just kept studying, studying, studying because I wasn't ready for, to hold space then. So I announced my coaching business at the end of November, early December in 2018. And um, it came after a trip to New Orleans. I just told my husband I was ready for more. I was ready to step into it. I was ready to stop playing small. And I immediately gained two clients with that announcement. Wow. Yeah. Um, But of course, you know, everything comes with its ups and downs. And so I just kept, I just kept growing and I kept focusing on me. And of course, working with you um, helped me unlock some things about my own self and my own abilities um, and helped me take that business even further. Awesome. And uh, what would you say so far, like in this coaching uh, business has been your biggest uh, struggles and how did you overcome them? Um, My biggest struggle was worrying about being me authentically. Um, I have a very strong personality, as do you, which is why we get along so well. I love it. I love the brutal honesty. I love, I just love it. And I realized throughout my life that not everybody resonates with that. And my number one fear was, um, was offending or hurting people, you know? And so for a few months there, I was really showing up as somebody else and that was not serving me. And that's what, you know, my reading with you and diving deeper into my human design, it it was like permission and confirmation to show up as me and to just let everything else fall to the side. And since embodying that, that is when my business really, really exploded because my people are finding me. I am attracting the clients that resonate with my energy. I just had like full body chills. Like, wow. 
<laughs> and that's exactly how it works. Like uh, when we play a character or a persona, we are actually not uh, resonating and attracting with our soul clients and the people that are, you know, meant to work with us. Eh? And mm -hmm. so we attract a kind of wishy-washy version of ourselves. Eh? And then we are like, why this client is not committed or why this is not working? But everything starts from us actually accepting uh, ourselves uh, 100% eh? and showing up as, you know, the authentic self. Right. Yeah. I, and I can't, I mean, I can't express how much it means to just be you, you know, all of your downfalls that you look as faults, like every, somebody's resonating with that. Somebody somewhere loves who you are authentically. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And uh, how do you now, like, uh, you are incredible, like you are an entrepreneur, a wife, a mother. How do you manage all of that? Like, how can you stay balanced? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. I don't know that I manage it as well as I should. Yeah. Um, it's easier now because my son is actually turning 18. Wow. So I, you know, I still have stuff to do with him, but not as much as if he was younger. Um, and my husband um, is just very understanding. I try to, the second my husband gets home, I try to step away from work, period. And on the weekends, you know, I really try and honor time with him and my son if my son isn't out with his friends. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are those, t those small occasions where I do have to work late or I do have to finish something up on the weekends and he's so understanding, but it's, it's easier now because I'm in a business where I truly control my time. Um, whereas real estate, my time was dictated by others, um, schedules. And so now like I'm, I'm really running the show. So, you know, having a business online is a lot easier in my opinion. Totally. Because, uh, you can also bring the business with you and uh, it's like not compared to show up in an office or whatever, you know, show up for you for the visiting apartments or, you know, places right. with clients. Yeah. And how do you actually now work with your own clients? Like what, what the things you are passionate about doing with them? So I am a money mindset coach. Um, I realized um, with responding to what others were saying is that money is my passion. I've always known that, but um, you know, some people get turned off by me saying I love money, but I do. And, and it just opens up freedom. And so I teach a lot about letting go of the money blocks that we have, the stories that we've convinced ourselves of that's keeping us playing small. And we do that through a lot of mindset work. And then it's also incorporating their business. Like how can we get you making more money in your business? If you're not an entrepreneur, how can we get you making more money in your career, in the corporate ladder? Um, so right now I offer one-on-one -on -one coaching 
Um, I also offer mini manifesting power hour sessions um, that have amazing reviews. And then of course I have digital courses that I release um, from time to time, which right now I'm coming to the end of my money mindset magic course, which is all about making more money with manifestation. Wow. That's awesome. And uh, like, I know you said that you always been, you know, an entrepreneur since you were like very young, but how shifted like your relationship with money, you know, how did you grow up? Uh, how was your relationship with money and what like small practices or shift uh, can you give to our listeners uh, that they can go and implement uh, in their life? Yeah, so I grew up, um, my mom at the time was single until I was about seven or eight years old, and money was really tight for her. She was working two to three jobs most of the time to support my brother, my sister, and I. And so, you know, we didn't, we didn't have a whole lot, and I heard no a lot, I think, which is what motivated me to want to make my own money because I was like, forget this. I'm not living like this. And, um, when my stepdad who I call my dad came into the picture, um, things got a lot better very quickly. They own their own business now. And, um, but I still heard things like money doesn't grow on trees. Money is hard to make and easy to lose. Um, save for a rainy day. Like I heard all of these things and I knew that my parents were in a very stable financial position. So I'd never understood why they had all these stories behind it. And so growing up, I truly just told myself on a consistent basis in my head, I get everything that I want. And I used to tell everyone when I was younger, I'm going to buy this, I'm going to buy that, I'm going to be a multimillionaire. And, you know, of course, they kind of look at you like you're crazy. But when you start doing things, people are like, oh, my God, she's really doing it. So my teaching and what I go through with my clients all boils down to your worthiness, in my opinion. Mm. What do you feel worthy of? If you feel capable and worthy of massive amounts of money and massive success, well, guess what? You're going to find nothing but massive success and massive amounts of money with ease. If you feel that you have nothing to offer and you feel worthy of struggle and you, you know, don't feel like, you can get to that level, you're going to find nothing but struggle. So start reprogramming the subconscious mind, whether that be through affirmations or journaling or meditation. There's so many different ways to reprogram your thoughts and your programming typically stems from your childhood with your parents and how they treated money, yes. um, but also can come from, you know, certain traumas that you've faced even as an adult. So figure out and journal my my opinion is uh, or my advice is to journal about where your money story comes from and how to overcome that and how to rewrite that mm -hmm. totally and that's so fascinating that you were sharing about your you know family because uh, i have a very very similar story like my family we were like good financially but i always you know or this money doesn't go on trees, you have to work hard, da, da, da. And I was like, since I was six years old, I was like, 
I'm going to make a lot of money and I'm going to prove to all of you that, you know, money is not hard to make. And, but I, I was so conditioned that I remember that when I was like six or seven, I wrote a letter to Santa Claus to ask for a doll. And I, but I really wanted the doll that was more expensive, but I said, uh, no, I know that you have a lot of babies to give present to and help, you know, the people. So bring me the less expensive one. And my parents at the end, you know, bought me a, a very different doll than the one I wanted. And I was like, what? No, like I, 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 I was good and I wanted the good dog, the good dog. So like, you know, then I was like, like you, I was like, I'm going to make my own money and buy whatever I want, you know? Yeah. There's so much power in that when you take control, because we all have control of our own lives and our own reality and realizing that and stepping into that power is absolutely amazing. Yes. And um, what would you say so far as being like uh, the biggest uh, lessons or shifts uh, you have experienced as an entrepreneur? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not saying this just because I'm on your podcast, but seriously, my human design reading and understanding how my you know, my personality works and thrives. Um, that is, it to me, that truly unlocked so many things for me. You know, it's like, it's um, uncovering the last puzzle piece. It's like, wait a minute, I thought I needed all of this before, but really all I need is to know how I operate at my best. So yes, the human design reading completely changed everything for me. Ah, I'm so glad to hear, so happy. And uh, like uh, what type of um, clients uh, or, you know, situation uh, you you found at the beginning that maybe were a little bit challenging uh, and how did you, you know, go pass through the situation and move forward? Because I don't know you, but uh, for me and other people, like the, always, there are these situations where we are like, where, where are like, am I doing this thing right? Like, or there is something I don't know that everyone knows that I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, of course, in the beginning, you know, you. Ha- I mean, throughout your entrepreneurial journey, no matter how far you're in, I feel like you're always going to have days like that where you question, like, you know, am I am I doing something wrong? What should I be doing? In the beginning, my biggest problem was I was attracting people who were not committed to their growth because I wasn't setting my standards. You know, I wasn't stepping into my true worth, but also I had just announced my business. So um, I wasn't, yeah, I didn't step into my power and I wasn't showing up authentically. So I was showing, I was receiving clients that could only afford a certain amount of money you know, mm-hmm. I was like trying to make it work because I was like, any money coming in yeah. is a sign, you know, but I, I realized with that, like, then I'm sending the universe signals that I don't deserve to get paid for my services. And I finally realized I have to let these clients go. 
I can't, I can't keep them and nothing against them, but it was for my own good. I knew I needed to grow and I needed to expand. And I started also realizing the knowledge that I had to bring to the table. So um, understanding your worth, charging your value and, um, you know, and not, I don't, I don't chase people. If you want to work with me, let's do it. If you don't, I completely understand. So I think in the beginning of, of my coaching business, that was my biggest struggle. Yeah. And uh, like when you started the coaching business, did you start working with the coach yourself? Uh... Yeah. So I actually found a coach online um, because I knew if I wanted to take this serious, I needed to figure out the ins and the outs and I needed to work one-on-one -on -one with someone. And so um, I did get a lot of value from that. I built my business from that. Um, and at this time, I actually am taking a step back from coaching for now. I know I'll coach in the future, but I'm taking a step back actually because of my human design reading I am trying to tap into my voice more and trusting my gut and my intuition without having, you know, um, somebody else's opinion weighing on my thoughts. Um, yeah. So that's, I, I think that's really important for me right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, what, like, what has been uh from like the coaching experience you had with your first coach, uh, like the biggest uh, takeaways uh, you had, uh, the biggest differences uh, this experience made uh, in your business. Because also for me, like the first, I knew I even, you know, before starting my online business that I need uh, to work with the coach uh, who already knew how to do it to help me develop my business because if not it was like you know trying and but that was not really committed uh, the energy yeah so in the beginning I found tremendous value I learned so much about running a coaching business and I think that we tend to outgrow um, our mentors in some way or another, when we start really coming into our own, you know, it may no longer be the best fit for us. Um, so, you know, you still can get value. I still received value, tons of value from working with my coach, but I think because I was so scared to just honor my own thoughts and my own feelings, I kept on, um, renewing mm. with necessarily needing to at that moment in time you know I like I said I think we all need growth and a coach you know throughout our journey in life period whether you're an entrepreneur or not it gives you so much growth but when you start picking up the signals of okay it's time for me to find me for a while then I think you should take a step back and and that's that's where I'm at right now is you know it, it served its purpose now I'm stepping into a new version of me, a new, um, a new light in my business. And, and so, yeah, I'm going in a, in a different direction now. Mm, awesome. And what exciting projects uh, do you have uh, in the near future? Oh, I have so many exciting <laughs> projects coming out in the near future. Manifesting generator here. Yes. <laughs> 
all over the place. So I just today released um, a highly requested guided money manifestation meditation series. Wow. Yeah. And so it's got three guided meditations, journaling prompts, and daily affirmations to help you um, reprogram your subconscious mind and manifest. Um, I am working on a mini course for my network marketing babes that I have, um, trying to get them to step into their power, but also using flow and manifestation to combine with strategy. And I think that's going to be an amazing thing. And also, although I am the money manifestation coach, I have been getting a lot of requests for a course about manifesting true love and your soulmate. So I'm going to start working on that soon as well. That's so cool. Like uh, in a very, I love it because you in a very manifesting generator way, as you know, we are designed to respond like you are responding to what your people are asking you. Yes. Whereas before, like I said, before I had my reading with you, I was just like racking my brain. What, what can I come up with next? What's unique? What's this? What's that? And now I, I do a lot of polls and I'm listening to my people and then going inward and following my intuition further with that, which, like I said, it's just so amazing to get to know yourself on a deeper level. Mm -hmm. I love it so much and it feels so aligned and it works like, like for me also, you know, a lot of people now, it's funny that you say that this, because a lot of people now are start asking me couple readings, like, mm -hmm. you know, how, how we can, uh, you know, read both chart uh, and uh, find uh, the best, uh, alignment uh, and uh, compassion because uh, you know if I am a, for example I am a manifesting generator my husband is a projector so we are so different in energy so I had to study a lot projectors uh, to really understand uh, how best uh, we are we are supposed to you know work together in the more aligned and compassionate way Wow, that's amazing. Maybe we need to do something together. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you know your husband? What is his human design? I don't because he was born in the Ukraine, so we don't ah. have his birth. Yeah, his birth certificate doesn't say it. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think he's a manifesting generator because he thinks I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be or a generator or a projector, you know? Yeah. Probably more projector, I think. Yeah. And your son? He's a manifesting generator. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like which you. Probably, yeah. He's uh, he thinks he knows it all, which is probably why we butt heads. <laughs> 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 yep. <laughs> and um, Yolanda, what is like? You know, we we talk a lot about self love in this podcast. What is your how do you perceive, how do you define self-love? Self-love to me is just truly trusting that you are here for a reason. It's knowing that you're meant for so much more than 
what your ego is trying to tell you. You know, our ego keeps us playing small, playing safe, but that's not what you're here to do. And self-love to me is taking every piece of you that you, I mean, just your true authentic feelings and personality and self and just utilizing it and running with it and knowing that if you honor that, the doors will unlock. Mm, I love it. And on a daily basis, how do you feel like you practice self-love? So I actually have um, a few routines that I try to do on a daily basis. Um, in the morning, I start out with a meditation for at least 10 minutes. I want to clear my head. I want to ground myself. I want to center myself. And then I also journal through mm -hmm. scripting. So I'm not journaling as in what I'm feeling. I'm manifesting through yeah. scripting. Yeah. So I'm calling in what I want and setting my intentions that way. And then um, if it's a Monday morning, I'm doing my money routine. <laughs> so what's this routine? I'm interested. Okay. So I get um, incense from the local crystal shop. Okay. And the incense are meant to attract money. I burn that. I also burn the Palo Santo to clear the energy and make way for a new week. Um, and then I, I have a dance party to the song, I Want to Be Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's an old song from the 80s, I think, um, by a group called Callaway. And it's always just stuck with me. Like I just jam out to it as I'm setting my intentions for receiving money that week. Um, and I think everybody should have a money routine yeah. because it keeps it at the forefront of your brain and makes you realize it's easy. It comes so easy. Um, and then Sunday evenings are my self-care days where I soak in the tub. I journal about what I want to do for the week. And I just kind of process, you know, releasing and letting go and being guided. Mm, I love it. I really, really love the money dance. I'm going to implement that. <laughs> I think everybody should. <laughs> so, Yolanda, thank you so much for everything you share with us. And where my listeners can find you and connect with you. Well, thank you so much for having me. I am on Instagram at Manifest Mad Money, and uh, my website is manifestmadmoney.com. And um, you can also search my free Facebook group where I do free trainings all the time. And that is Manifest Mad Money as well. And uh, you also have a podcast. I do. I just <laughs> a reminder. That is also called Manifest Mad Money. <laughs> and I know it's super successful. It is. I cannot believe it's only my first month and I'm already almost at 1500 downloads. Wow. Yeah. Um, thanks to my story of my uncle manifesting the lottery. I think that's been a big hit with the audience. I like you are really the manifestation queen. So people go follow Yolanda and uh, you know, enter in her group and follow everything she says because she's amazing. 
Oh, thank you. I think you're pretty amazing too. Thanks. And uh, do you want to leave like our listener with the last uh, piece of wisdom and advice, uh, a last sentence? Yeah. So again, manifestation, you can have all of the manifestation techniques in the world and it will not work with you if you don't have a sense of worthiness for yourself. So clear your thoughts and truly think about all of the great qualities and aspects that you have to offer the world, to offer others, and trust and believe in yourself because you will not be able to manifest. You truly will not be able to manifest without that belief in yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone again for tuning in in a new episode of the show. And thanks again, Yolanda. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.